Who knows what a daily money manager does? Anybody? Well, I did not. So if you don't, join the club. But we're going to learn together today. I've got a guest on the show named Peter Gordon. He is indeed a daily money manager. And the reason that I was so excited to have Peter on the show is that, A, you may need this service, and you may not know right now that you need this service that he does. So you'll learn all about the function of a daily money manager, how that might play a role in your life as you tackle life after knee surgery, life after knee replacement, and you want to be free from worry and free from concern over what's going on with your finances. This is a way to get there in a safe and trusted way. There's one reason to listen to this. But the second part may be for those who are looking for that third career, which is what Peter did. They want to help people. They want to be of value to those that are in their later years themselves. And maybe this is you. Maybe you could become a daily money manager once you hear what Peter has to say. So this is PJ and Peter talking about what a daily money manager does, and maybe how that might be important for you. Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Okay, hello everyone. This is PJ Ewing, your host of The Bee's Knees podcast. Happy to be with you today. Very different show this uh, this time. I have a, a gentleman named Peter Gordon with whom I've known. I had a friendship, yes, Peter, for how many years? 20 years? Something like that. We've known each other for a long time in different parts of our lives, right? In different different lives, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, marketing and all kinds of product development, all kinds of things that we've done together in, the, in the different lives, different careers. And we're here to talk about what Peter does, and it's going to be really useful for those that are going through a knee replacement and are going to tackle life anew. It also will be useful for people who may have the, in the back of their mind a career change or looking for a new career opportunity, and Peter yeah, may have an answer for you on that front. So what he does is a pretty unique thing, and we're going to get into both maybe how his uh, company and what he does could be beneficial to you as a person, as a potential client of Peter's, or maybe what he does could be, you know, again, a career path. Peter, I want to get into your background a little bit, but I'll just give it away right now before you, you start, and that is that you are a daily money manager. He's not a CPA. He's not an accountant. He's a daily money manager, and this is a service that I had, frankly, not heard of before, but I think a lot of our audience probably hasn't either, but this is a chance for us all to get to know what you do and, and put you on trial, Peter, to see, see what we think mm -hmm. of what you do. So let, let me get out of the way here, and Peter, go ahead and tell us about you, your background, and then we'll get into sort of the, the functions of being a daily money manager. Sure. So my company is called New York Financial Organizers. Daily money managers help people manage their cash flow, manage their households, pay their bills, handle insurance claims. And we don't manage money per se, but we do help people with the often confusing and overwhelming aspects of their financial lives. So we're not financial advisors, we're not accountants, but we do allow people to have the freedom of knowing how much money they have they're earning, how much is coming in, 
where it's going and um, how much is left over at the end of the month. And if you maybe need to get an infusion of capital or have an excess, then you can invest it. And most of our clients are seniors. And we generally work with people who have some cognitive issues or are having trouble staying up with the bills and the insurance claims, et cetera, that they used to handle without a problem, but now can't because as they age, their decision-making, their executive decision-making is not what it once was. Uh, we're often brought in by the uh, adult children of seniors who uh, have been helping their parents and are having a hard time. But we're also referred by uh, other professionals in the senior services industries. And that would include elder care attorneys and geriatric care managers, home health care agencies, etc. And the way I became involved in this industry is the way most people who do daily money management get involved. I did this for my parents. About 12 years ago, my father became ill. We didn't know how to help him. We were very torn with my mother taking care of him, which she just couldn't do. And through a lot of networking, which I did at the time when I was in a completely different industry, I met someone who told me about geriatric care managers. And what geriatric care managers do is they help people navigate the often difficult waters of geriatric care. And um, it really changed both my, my life, my sister, my brother's, and my mom's life because it gave us a direction. We, we knew how to handle my father's medical issues. And then, um, sadly, my father passed away, and then my mother became ill. She had dementia. She became bedridden, and uh, I took care of all the financial managers. I saw this as an opportunity where I was helping my mom, and uh, I knew so many other friends who were having the same issue. You know, it was kind of a sandwich generation where we were helping both our children and our parents. And I thought, wow, this is an opportunity. And I started looking around for others who might do this. I thought I'd become a geriatric care manager, but that really wasn't for me. What we say is geriatric care managers do the pills and daily money managers do the bills. And I was very well suited to that. I, my first career, I spent 10 years in the operations area of, of Wall Street trying to figure out my direction. I ended up getting an MBA in finance, working at a fantastic fantastic investment house called Sanford Bernstein. But I really didn't love the actual work, but I did love doing charts and graphs. And they recognized that at Bernstein, and I became uh, a slide person there. And, and when I, after doing that and, and heading up all their conferences and doing all the slides for the conferences, I realized I could start my own business. And I went on and, and became a, uh, started a slide consultancy, and that turned into a graphic design firm where we would help small businesses and large business, businesses uh, with their marketing and graphic design needs. And that's how I met PJ in his former life. I'm very good with the computer, and I have, I have enough knowledge about the uh, finance world to be dangerous, but didn't really want to make do financial advising. However, the world of daily money management is perfect for us. I set out to, uh, to start my business in 2015, and now it's 2020. It's my sixth year. My son works with me full time, has been for the last two years. We have about 25 clients, and we love what we do. Every day is different. 
And the beautiful thing is we really help people. We make a difference in their lives. And this is with your son, Jacob. Is that right? Yes, Jacob Gordon. He's very much a natural in this. Having spent a lot of time with his grandparents as a youth, you could look at his bio and he talks about that on our website where uh, he has affinity to the elderly. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be for the elderly. Uh, Daily money managers do work with some businesses, and we do have some younger high net worth individuals who are just overwhelmed by the the amount of transactions that they have to deal with and, and trying to figure out, you know, where they're spending their money. So we help those people budget. And, and see just how much money did I spend on my house? How much money did I spend going out to dinner? Why don't I have enough money to invest at the end of the month? We help facilitate that and, and answer those questions and work in concert with the, their accountants come tax time. Money is a giant source of stress for most of us, right? I mean, you're, you're always back of your mind, can I afford this? Is this the right place to spend my money, the right way to spend my money. I can just imagine someone listening to this saying, whoa, never heard of this. A, B, boy, do I want to offload some of that stress, some of that worry that I have every day, week, month, whatever year uh, to someone who can be a partner in doing that with me or for me. It's on people's minds all the time, of course. So I let, let me just, before we go any further, let me just tell everybody, though, as you're listening to this, go to uh, the Internet and go to nyfo.nyc. That's where you can find Peter and Jacob and a lot more information about the company. I wanted to get that said right now because you can sort of follow along in some ways by going to that website and, and looking at, at the services and uh, exploring that a little bit. So, But, yeah, go ahead, Peter. Uh, stress and alleviating stress. Right. Well, what I wanted to say, you, you, you said the word partner, and that's just what we do. We, we don't come in and take control. We partner with our clients, and we work with them to the degree that they want us to. You know, some people would like us just, just to do everything for them and, and keep them apprised on what's going on. Others want to be there while we pay the bills. They want us to go over the details of every report. And so, and there's everything in between. And we're happy to do what works for our clients because that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to make life easier and more comfortable and take the stress away from dealing with the money issues that our clients deal with. Really, really amazing. So let's understand this further. You are getting involved in the checking account, the credit card account, the mortgage the daily transactions, monthly transactions that everyone has uh, to deal with, and you're actually paying and monitoring, and how, how does it work practically? So how, you know, what we try to do is have as much paid, you know, by direct debit through your bank account, through credit cards as possible. It just takes the headache of the effort of writing checks out, and it just makes also the accounting of everything very easy. So what we do with our clients, we ask them to share with us their username and password for their checking and credit card accounts. And then every month we download their information into Quicken to then categorize all their income and spending. And, um, and that's an automated process. And then we check it and reconcile it 
just like you're supposed to, which probably most people don't do. And we make sure anything that has been charged to them is charged by them. And any check that's possibly written is written by them. And unfortunately, many times we found that not to be the case, especially with the elderly where there is fraud. And so that's another great service we offer is that we do manage to infiltrate that system and where somebody might be trying to take money from our clients. In addition, with the, the younger clients who may not have that issue, we're able to look at you know, reoccurring chargers that they're not even using the service. You know, it could be some downloading service or some app that they bought that they don't even use. So we're carefully calling through everything to make sure that it's what they want to spend. And, and then on a monthly basis, we will look at the income and expenses with our clients if they desire. They don't always desire it, but there's a lot of trust on their part with us. But we'll look at them and we'll say, wow, you know, last month you spent a lot on your house. You know, you bought a lot. Did you mean to do that? Or, you know, you really didn't spend a lot on, on restaurants last, last month. You know, you, you, I hope it's not because you don't think you have the money. You have the money. So we're able to make those decisions with them, and it's really uh, lifestyle decisions in addition to financial decisions. Oh, it sounds good. Uh, and I, I say that uh, in all honesty because if you've got someone who, you know, like you say, is, is not living uh, their life uh, like they may. They may be able to. They may be overly conservative. They're, they're worried about a fixed income, and, you know, there is no newfound revenue coming in the door, and suddenly – uh, you're saying, well, you're fine. You're comfortable. You can and you can go to more restaurants if that's your thing, or there is a vacation out there for you that you can certainly afford. Don't stress on that. Boy, what a welcome message that would be. I'm sure to tell right. and I'm, especially with the elderly, it happens because they don't. They think they're going to run out of money, and and in some cases they might, and we have solutions to that. But in and very often they don't, and they, they could have a million or $2 million in the bank, and they think they're not going to have enough money. And in, in reality, is they do. They just need to be told that. So wait a minute. Do you go through any kind of analysis like that where you're saying, okay, let's play this out. You're going to be around for another 20 years. You've got X dollars. Here's your stream of income. You're pretty much balanced. You can give to children, help with educational funds for your grandchildren, you, you know, do you get into that kind of, or is that a line between you and a financial planner? How does that work? So we do that in, but we do that along with the financial planner, you know, so we're not, I'm not, we're not making financial planning decisions, but especially within the life decisions. So for instance, I have a client who is in a, a senior living home in, uh, in Brooklyn and um, she has Parkinson's. And she, it's, it's very expensive, and it's requiring a great deal of care. And, and it, what we've done is we've looked at her assets, and we being her attorney and the financial advisor and myself, and we go through it, and we're able to calculate, well, she could probably stay at this senior living home for about six more years. And then she's going to, you know, until she's going to have to consider a nursing home or maybe something else. I have these conversations often. I did the other day with a client of mine who's in, who's not that unhealthy, but she's 95 and she has $2 million in the bank. And we went through exactly what she's spending. And I said to her, do you think you're going to live to 105? And she was like, God, I hope not. And I said, if you do, you have the money to do that. 
And in her case, she wants to give that money away to charity. Her children have plenty of money. And, um, and so I will just give her the information. I'll educate her, and then she'll talk to her financial advisors from there. So you're sort of a, a, a personal money, a personal assistant when it comes to money in some, like you'll say, Hey, you, you're going to, you're interested in donating. Do you know where you want to donate? I have some ideas. Do you go and explore those ideas? Is that something uh, that you no, might do? I, no, that, we would draw the line on that. Okay. Yeah. No, so it, I, it, I, it's not going I mean, to figure it out for them, but it's, it's when they decide something, how do you, how do you, is, is it doable? Is it feasible? Can you manage that, that kind of decision? Exactly. Yeah. Got it. We're very friendly in this business. You know, we're uh, the other daily money managers. We, we get along very well. There's, you know, it's cooperation. You know, we cooperate with one another, but people give leads to one another. And one of those companies has this great tagline that I can't use because it's their tagline, but it says life keeping, not bookkeeping. Yeah. And we help people live their lives. And so here's an example of that. And not, not to mention, it's not just the, the client per se, but it could be also the family members. As an example, I have had a client for about four years. Uh, she recently passed away. Um, she lived till 94. She was a wonderful person. Her daughter lives in Philadelphia. Her son lives in Virginia. They needed somebody with boots on the ground here in New York now they had an aide and a, a, a care manager. So there was a whole team of us and an attorney. They asked us to be the trustee for the trust, which the house was in, because it's just easier. It's hard for them to, the, the brother and sister to communicate. They're in different parts of the, of the East Coast, and they needed somebody here to deal with that. So we're in the process of selling the house, and as the trustee, where the asset is the house, it's our responsibility to make sure that goes correctly, smoothly, and in this case, quickly. So um, we, we act as a fiduciary, and a fiduciary is someone who is acting on the behalf of someone else, and that could be a power of attorney, a trustee, an executor, different parts of lives, because there are a lot of people who really don't have anyone. Either they don't have family here, or they don't trust their family, or they're literally alone. And yet they've amassed assets, and the attorneys want to be able to turn somebody they could trust to help them manage the assets and then manage the end-of-life process or be part of the team that manages that. This sounds like a very satisfying career for you. Uh, and the, the reason I say that is I'm hearing uh, a, a close relationship. I'm, I'm going to get a little overboard, Peter, but you know me. A little bit of a loving <laughs> relationship with these people. I mean, you're acting as a fiduciary, uh, almost in some cases, I'm sure like a relative, someone really looking out for them. They are in the latter stage of life. Many of them, uh, they pass away, as you've mentioned. I mean, that must be, uh, to, to play such an important role in someone's life. It's got to feel great. I have to believe it's that. It's incredibly rewarding. And, uh, you know, what I've always loved about you, PJ is how insightful you are. And that you're absolutely right. I mean, we love what we do, and I'm very fortunate that my son feels the same way. You know, we put up with some people who are not the easiest to deal with, but at the same time, they deserve the help that they need. It's incredibly rewarding, and each client's a different story and a different way to help. 
and we do our best our best to do that and it's it's not like on my website the tag is beyond bookkeeping you know it's not just running numbers numbers is a big part of it but then there are a lot of other important things uh in people's lives and we can help them with and i am i'm an expert in what i do but i'm not an expert in the other areas but um I belong to this group called the Orion Resource Group, and that's made up of people who are in the senior services industries. The common denominator there is they really care. They really want to help people. If you're an elder care attorney, you're not in it for the money. I mean, it it pays, but it's very satisfying. And so within that group, I'm able to reach out, and, and they are able to reach out to me, we have we become resources for one another. So I know the experts in and many of them in very different areas that my clients might need help, and I'll present them. And if they want to work with them, great. And if they don't, that's their choice. So, wow. and I call it we work in amorphous teams. You know, I'm a member of a lot of different teams, and the team for my client for any one client might be different because it could be a different attorney, it could be a different care manager, a different agency it it all depends but the common denominator there is that there's a team of people helping them live uh, as satisfying a life as possible and aging with dignity that kind of brings us to the obviously you're happy with what you're doing you're providing a unique role you're helping people and that's the best job possible i have a job like that too and you know when you help people in an acute situation which is what we do at extent therapy or you're helping people through years of time where they're a little bit more frail, a little, you know, a little bit more vulnerable. Um, it's incredibly valuable to do. Let's talk about since it's such a wonderful, satisfying thing that you do. What about this as a career path for maybe those that are out there thinking, "I have a new knee. I've got two new knees. I'm mobile again. <laughs> I I want to tackle." a new career path. Boy, this Peter guy has really figured out something wonderful and, and, and helpful. And I bet I could do that. How does one go down this path to, to do what you do? Well, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that. And I just want to preface it with the fact that PJ and I have been talking a lot because I'm getting ready for a knee replacement. And I've known about X10 for long before I knew I needed a knee replacement. So I'm really happy to be able to uh, work with PJ on that. So I'm always talking to people about the opportunity to become a daily money manager. This is my third career, as I mentioned. So I've been able to transition from working on Wall Street to, to the design world and now to daily money management. You know, much of it is perspiration meaning preparation. And I, I mean, I, I've always, worked hard at trying to find out what it is I liked and tried to pursue that. And it worked out very well. And I happen to have the characteristics that you need. So I'm, I'm very comfortable with technology and numbers. Uh, I'm empathetic and uh, I love people, you know, and I network and, and those are qualities that you need as well as being curious to do this work. It's also a, a great thing for people who are, looking to transition from a career later in their life because a really important part of what we do is based on life experience. Now, my son is wonderful and he's 26 and and he could do a lot, but there's certain things he just doesn't know because he hasn't been around that that long. 
and he's learning and he's great. But uh, people, you know, in their 50s or 60s have a leg up. And really, it's what's nice about this is that you can also kind of start it on a part-time basis. You could look for one client and see if that works out. And how do you look for that client? Well, you talk to people you know who have, um, you know, more, more cases than not, elderly parents who might need a hand. Um, I highly recommend going to the American Association of Daily Money Managers website, which is aadmm.com, and you could find information there. There is a find a DMM, Daily Money Manager, and you could just type in your zip code and you could actually just call them because Daily Money Managers are very nice and friendly people and they're more often than not happy to share information about getting into the business. You can also always contact me. I'm happy to talk to anybody about it and I actively look to try to recruit people into the industry. Um, and so my email is peter at nyfo.nyc, and I, I'm, I'm really happy to talk to you about it. On the Adam website, there's a lot of information about the business, the, about the industry, and then also um, there's some webinars about how to start becoming a daily money manager. So there's a lot of information there. Um, and the other thing is to talk to elder care attorneys because uh, they know about this world, and they know about the need. And I think that's a great place to start, and I'd be happy to talk to anybody. So, again, my email is peter at nyfo.nyc. And I'll have all these links uh, on the web page for where this podcast will live. So, uh, Or if you're on an Apple podcast uh, app right now, you can just look at the, the show notes. There are lots of different apps, lots of different ways of doing this. But, you know, reach out to Peter. I mean, we've learned a couple things here. We've learned uh, that you would be a great trusted advisor when it comes to this, and I would trust you uh, completely. And I, I'm sure that those who are listening to this will agree, even though they don't know you like I do. There's a service that you provide, which a lot of people could take advantage of it at a variety of different income levels, I'm sure. And also, exactly. there's this opportunity to maybe look at this as a potential career path. It's something that you can do as you age. It's a great service. It's obviously very satisfying on the human side of things. And as this country grows wealthier, which we certainly are right now, and it grows older, which we're doing as well, obviously there's a huge opportunity to, to play this role for others like you have and like you've, you're sort of leading the way for all of us over the last you know, five or six years in, in doing what you're doing. Beyond bookkeeping, the website is nyfo.nyc. Wow, Peter, uh, I'm glad we did this. I, I've learned a lot just in, in our interaction here about this, this thing that you do, and I know that we're helping people right now uh, in, in a lot of ways. So um, good work, man. Thank you, PJ. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to using my X10 in the months to come. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to get to that Believe too. Believe it or not. Too. Yeah, well, you should. It's, that's going to be a whole other fun thing to do together. I'm... Yes, a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Okay. Thanks, PJ. Sometimes a knee surgery recovery requires more than the conventional. It calls upon the heroic. I walk until my, my thighs turn numb, you know what I mean? Or until my hamstrings start to cramp up. And knowing that he had been so depressed to see the joy on his face and belief that he could go on with life, that just got me. I mean, there's not a lot of things that'll do that. What do you believe 
are obstacles for you. I can just accelerate, and I'm, and I'm running now like, like I feel like I'm running as good as I've ever run. It's an amazing feeling to me. It's been, um, it has been quite a journey so far. We did a lot of cranking on the knee, and they were trying to have my knee bend to ride a bike. And... At the very last minute, decided to do both at the same time and get it over with. And I was forewarned that there are things that can happen under that procedure. It is a kind of a violent thing. I'm not a wimp. I would leave physical therapy literally in tears. And they were pretty frustrated. Loud enough for me to hear it and popped hard enough for me to feel it. My patella tendon just about ruptured. It was hanging on by a thread. And in 10 years time, I was going from walking everywhere to realizing I was really struggling. I've had surgeries in the past and I've always been able to just bounce right back. This was a very, very, very different experience. To be honest, I was extremely skeptical. I felt like a, uh, a mad beaver was constantly gnawing at the bones in my knee. That's why I work so hard on this machine. I gotta be able to get down those stairs and up those stairs to do my job. So the more peace and love you have inside of you, the more peace and love you share with others because you have it to share. I would go into rehab feeling like a million bucks and people would stop me and go, what knee did you have done? And I said, I had done it. Getting there. Epic tales of knee surgery, recovery, and courage. A new book by P.J. Ewing. We'd like to thank a few friends of the Bees Knees podcast, including the Knee Pain Guru, natural solutions for chronic knee pain without drugs, shots, surgery, or painful physical therapy. For more info, visit thekneepainguru.com. We're also brought to you by X10 Therapy. And special thanks to Dr. Justin Trosclair at the podcast, A Doctor's Perspective Podcast. If you plan to go to China for business or pleasure, the main thing that you have to master is the dinner culture. Things like the lazy Susan, should you drink, how to use chopsticks, where am I supposed to sit, gaining and losing face. I'm Dr. Justin Trosclair, and after five years of working in China, I took all my knowledge and wrote a book about it. You can find it at a doctorsperspective.net slash China book and on Amazon. And while you're at it, take a listen to the podcast, a doctorsperspective.net, where I interview doctors of all specialties, talk about successes, marketing, struggles, and all those types of topics you don't normally hear. The Knee Store. If you're having a knee done, you just may want to share that news with the world. If so, we've got a mug, t-shirt, or awesome tote for that. Visit the Knee Store on CafePress.com. Shop for the perfect item that reflects your feelings about getting back to a full life after a successful knee replacement surgery. Visit CafePress.com forward slash the Knee Store. Great prices, fun, and unique stuff. The Bees Knees Podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeesneespodcast at gmail.com.